Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I just thought it'd be cool. I guess we'll, this will be our opening to the podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. We're, me and Travis are just here talking about uh, that glass beach that me and Sarah on our anniversary went to in Fort Bragg, uh, California. Anyways, I, I, I think it would be cool to maybe, I don't know, maybe that green or the blue in this picture. Yeah, I think that looks close to what it did. Wouldn't that kind of look cool to make like a duck call? Yeah, like with the green. Yeah, with that green or... This blue, where's this blue at? I was going to show you. So a lot of it's like snow frosty color because it was probably clear glass that they threw out there. Yeah. and the, Yeah. Yeah, like that's a lot. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're looking crazy. at our pictures. But there's a blue in there. I thought it'd be kind of cool to get a, a layers call made out of, like have them match that color and then call it glass peach or something. Like make a five of five or something like a really super small portion of it but uh anyways we, our last two podcasts have been nothing but calls so that's not what this one's about today <clears throat> as you can see in the title we're actually going to recap the hunt uh me and you went on yourself and i you and i went on with brother hilton our pastor and um it was a it was a pretty fun trip um i don't even know where to start on this because I was going to say something before. Oh, so before we start, me and you came over the other day. I don't know what you came over for, but you were here. Or were you here or were you just, were we talking on the phone? When was that? The other day in and you came somewhere. up with all the ideas. Oh, we were talking on the phone because you said that. You, you weren't were... here? I feel like you came no. over. Uh-uh. We were on the phone. Oh, no, no, no. I was at your house because you you're mounting over. a bird for me. Don't say what it is, <laughs> but you're mounting a bird for me, a very special bird. Well, we mounted it. Already, yes. I said you were mounting it when I went over there. Oh yeah. Or, well, it was just finished, correct. so I came over there. It looks awesome. Can't wait to show it to everybody. Show it the hunt and everything. But anyways, I said, man, I want to revamp my office, and I don't know where you pulled that from with the can thing. But the, the I well, I I'd been looking online at something that popped up, and um, it gave me an idea, and then like about like, oh, that's cool. And then it sparked. That idea when you said that you were wanting to do something right then and there on the spot, yeah, <clears throat> you're pretty, you're really creative. I don't got that creative. I want to say I'm creative. <clears throat> yeah, you are. <laughs> but you were talking about how the bottle can or the bottle caps on people's floor with the epoxy and stuff. Yeah, and you were saying that, and then all of a sudden you're like, dude, you know it'd be epic. Yeah, I just thought is Mountain Dew cans, original Mountain Dew cans, twelve ounce. Cut them and put them on the ceiling and have the whole ceiling. 
<clears throat> and instantly, like some of your ideas, like, you know, if someone tells you an idea, it's like, you know, like, that's it. And that's how I felt about that. I was like, dude, I'm definitely doing that with this, with the ceiling. What? I'm just saying, that's <laughs> a lot of Mountain Dew. <laughs> so we did the math. <laughs> you got to do the math of how many gallons of Mountain Dew that is when it's all done. <laughs> yeah, you know well, saying? we could do the math because I'll t- actually I'll tell you right now what it is. So <laughs> we did the measure. I did the measurements. We talked about it and we gathered up. It's around a little over a thousand cans, 12 ounce cans of Mountain Dew to cover my ceiling in my office, which I think is going to put the sickest hue in well, the I office with the cool sun with, reflecting with, off of it. The, the lights reflecting off of it will look pretty. I think it'll look sick. That I'm just wondering said, how we're going to get around your can lights and all that stuff. We have to cut it, you know what I'm saying? It's like That's 12,000 ounces divided by 120. That's 93 gallons of Mountain Dew. 93 gallons of Mountain Dew. <laughs> 93 and three quarters. Good gracious. <laughs> By the time, that's when that ceiling is covered. How many grams can, of sugar is that? Oh, a few million. Well, how, many, how many grams are in a can? 40? I don't know. Or it's not gram. Yeah. It goes by grams. grams. It goes by I think grams. it's 40, dude. Oh, I don't even think we want to know that. That's a lot of sugar. Oh, my goodness. So 40 times, let's just say 1,000. So that's 40,000 grams. Do we do that in pounds? I don't even think we want to know. That's like sick. If you think about <laughs> it, uh, let's see what that is because I got the calculation thing right here. That's 40,000 40, grams. We'll turn that into pounds. Uh, where's my deal? Conversion. Yeah, my here it is. I use it for work a lot. I guess that would be in <clears throat> weight, right? Yeah, grams. Wait. So 40,000 grams. I don't think I want to know. <laughs> Two, three. <laughs> Okay, there's grams. 88 pounds of sugar. Gracious. That makes you not want to drink that stuff anymore. Well, holy smokes. Well, just think you've probably I know. You drink that many Well, they pounds say of sugar. they say every year is like how much are you, sugar are you consuming by oh, just the food crazy. you eat? It's insane. Pounds yeah. and pounds. Oh yeah. And we wonder why we get these diseases yeah. and sicknesses <laughs> and all, everything, you know. Everything wrong with this. That's crazy. Wow. It's but anyways, the, I think the idea is great. So obviously, me and you are not drinking all that. No. We're, we're going to have some help. I, my wife would forbid that. Are you going to be able to drink any? Are you going to be able to help in the cause? I'll probably get down 10 or 20 of them maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there'll be a few more than that. The only problem is I wish I could start it right now, but obviously that's going to take a while. But I think what we're going to do, <clears throat> I got a chop saw. I think... I'm going to put like a thin metal blade on that, change the one out that's on now, the wood blade, chop right at the edge of the top, right at the edge of the bottom, and then cut. I might just use the whole, do you think I should just use the whole label? Like the the serving size and all nope. that? No, just use the main. Yeah, I don't like that part. Yeah, I don't either, but I thought just to help get some more, <laughs> some more length or something. So that's going to, we're going to do that. <clears throat> I don't know why I said we, me. Everyone's going to help drink the dues, I guess. So that being said, I got to go back. Any local boys want to hit me up on Instagram, uh, rinse your 12-ounce cans of original Mountain Dew out and put them in a bag and bring it to me. You can be part of the... Non-crushed. Yeah, don't crush them. <laughs> don't bend them. Don't do nothing. Try to keep them Pristine. round and without... Be- <laughs> but yeah, hit me up. Collect until you got a good bag full and we'll meet up and I'll grab them. Uh, if you're local, in the 209. And you can be part of the uh, Mid-Valley Mercenaries ceiling, the man cave ceiling. <laughs> I thought about having, if it's your can, like, do a black sharpie and, like, put your name on there or something, just to kind of, like, thought, some, some, ki- some character or whatever. And <clears throat> I think it'll be there for quite a long time. And then we're going to, we put a lot of canvases I'm going to fill up one of the walls, move all the bird mounts. Might even give you guys a walkthrough somehow. I don't know. Maybe I'll put it on the MVM Show channel. Not the main channel. I don't know. But anyways, that's enough of that, I guess. Just doing some work in here. And I think it'll look really cool. It just feels cluttered right now to me. You know? Hey. You only live it's a work in progress. Do, do it the way you want it, right? Yeah. We're not moving here. We're moving from here unless we move out of the state. I'd love to see somebody's face throw that bought this house and see that on the ceiling. If I don't want to get that junk off. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, well, let's go to the trip. Um, 
we went to Brother Hilton. We took him to Washington, and the first day, uh, well, <clears throat> the plan was obviously to hunt public land, and we did. But um, I booked with Eagle Eagle Lakes for one day. Really neat operation. Really nice. Yeah, way out of my league. Well, mine too. I mean, I mean, <clears throat> and me and you and I are not really interested in that kind of hunting. Are are you? No, it's not my style. Yeah, it's not my style of hunting. I yeah. mean, it was kind of cater. It's catered. It's neat to see that. It I is. guess you know. To, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's nice to see that you know that people are that passionate about it to invest that much Bones. time, yeah. money. You, you mean know? the owners? Yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm not sure if that's something that they leave there all year long and, you know, is a nesting area or what, but, I mean, potentially it could be. But it certainly, you know, was epic to see that many mallards. Because, I have, I mean, I haven't really hunted any place where there's that mm. many birds <clears throat> in one spot. Mm. Yeah, because at the beginning, what were your thoughts? <laughs> the well, first day in the morning. In the morning, there was no, there was no, there's light. Nothing. There was yeah. absolutely no flight whatsoever. Well, where we were at, where we were at, you know, and you we heard some sparse yeah. shooting, but not mm-hmm. not as much as I think. And it could be the topography of where we were at. We didn't really hear the shooting where the hot spot was, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that is what it was. It was a little ways away. It was yeah, quite a ways yeah, away it was hilly left. in that area, you know. And um, we were set up like almost in like a little slough, right? Mm-hmm. Which was sick, because. Do you not find that would be well, to shoot mallards there right there? If birds there, they would be just so close. It would oh my be, goodness. be chip shots. And I know yeah. they are. I know I've seen the pictures. I know that's an amazing location. Yeah. They, Every, yeah. People around the world know about Eagle Lakes. But it's Lakes. hunting, you know. And, <clears throat> it is. And you can never predict birds or the weather or even on a, any of those things, even in a prime location, doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that every spot there is going to be on fire and you're going to kill birds, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you and have your day, hopes up, or did you not really have any expectations? I didn't really have any any expectations yeah. before, you know. I, I mean, I just it was cool to experience it. Um, you know, you, of course you want to you want to kill birds and mm-hmm. be in the thick of them, but yeah, you don't. You never. You can't I mean, we tell, weren't there right? for that anyways. Really, no, but. no. We were there more for the experience and getting to to hang out and you know hopefully get him some birds. And that was the that was our goal, and I think that's what made the whole trip relaxing to me and fun like i mean i mean both of us obviously want to shoot ducks especially more so when we're on public land yeah because that's up to us but i i think you did too i know i went into it like it was it was straight up for brother helton so yeah i mean i didn't really care if i killed a single bird yeah it was just fun to be there and experience the whole yeah you know now when i realized um i felt like i could be wrong because if they were close enough and we had Got our limits. He might have pulled the gun up and maybe shot some, mm-hmm. but I kind of think I realized he didn't even care about shooting a duck. He just wanted to be there. Yeah, and the experience, of experience, it. and hang yeah. out with us. Yeah, honestly, he really did. And because I think right at the beginning we we're like, load your load your gun, <laughs> or, or do you want me to load your gun? Or I mean, not that he needs help doing that, but he, you know, sometimes when you're not using. You're not used to a certain yeah, shotgun. Yeah, a certain shotgun or whatever, yeah. Which he could, I'm trying to, I'm gonna, I really want to dig into this. I don't, we don't have to drag this out, but I want to try to dig into the little stories or little things you heard him say so we can remember down the road if we ever want to come back to this. But one of the things he told me before we left, he was like, are you, uh, he's all, which I think he had a 20 gauge or something, his own 20 gauge. And he was like, what kind of guns do you have? And I named him off. I said, I got a 28 gauge brownie or uh Benelli, I said, I have a Franke 20 gauge, and I said, I have a Browning A5. And he's all, really? A Browning A5? He goes, I'd like to use that gun. If I, I'll go, you're more than welcome to. I don't <clears throat> I don't need to shoot the 12 gauge at all. So I took it over there, I don't know, a week or so before we left, and he was throwing it up. He's like, let me tell you something. And he, he, uh, he said that when he started hunting, when he was pretty young with his dad, they uh, quail hunted a lot. And he said, because they lived up in the foothills, like towards Mariposa and stuff, which is a little far, higher than foothills, I guess, but lower mountains. And he was saying that I he had a sing. Did he have a single shot? Do you remember hearing him tell that story? No, not exactly. Um, no, he didn't have a single shot. He had a semi-automatic. I can't remember what gun it was. I want to say it was some type of Winchester shotgun. And he said, "Did they make they made shotguns back then? Yeah, I think, yeah." 
Well, anyways, he, I think he said it was he bought it out of Sears and Roebuck, or his dad did, or something like that. Remember, yeah, no, Sears cool. used to sell guns. And uh, he said that uh, he could, I think he said he could never get a double or a triple. He said, I could get a double. I could do lots of doubles on quote, which that's good shooting anyways. Yeah, quick snapshots. Yeah, and he said, I could never get a triple. I just couldn't make it happen. He goes, when I got that Browning A5, my dad bought that gun for me or whatever, bought it and gave it to him. He said, I got triples all the time. I'm like, man, that's some shooting. Fast, fast shooting. But this is the same person, if we've never said this before, that would shoot marbles out of there all the time with his 22. With 22. With him and his dad. So yeah. That's all he did. He said, as a kid, you can imagine as a kid growing up in the, in the mountains and yeah. not have, you know, social media, nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Basically, he ran the hills for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know he trapped and just basically said lived he, the outdoor life. You know, yeah, he, the dream from the time he woke up in the morning till, you know, school after school. Yeah. He said he walked home from school, I think. Or, yeah. He said when he'd go to school, he'd throw his gun under the log and, and choose limited quail on the go way to school. Home. Yeah. And choose birds on the way home or whatever. Yeah. Was hunting. Whatever was in season. It's like, man, it's like an Andy Griffith OP life right there. Yeah, well, almost, right almost better or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he go and I, it's funny though how he he's like I didn't even know how good I had it. And how old is he? He's nine, eighty nine, eighty nine. He'll be ninety this year. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, so do the math, wait, whatever year that was. Yeah. I'm trying to do it quick. Like in the 30s, he was born. So yeah. I don't know. You know, when he's 10, he's in the early 40s, right when World War, yeah, around that World War II era. And because uh, he talked about uh, rations on uh, speed limits because of not wearing tires out. Oh, wow. Because of the World War II and the shortage on rubber and stuff. Yeah. That's, I Probably. find that so crazy. Like we can, we think we we've had it bad at certain things. It's like we have no clue. No, like not that that was bad. Yeah, but that war involved sacrifices from the whole country. Yeah, everybody was involved in one way or the other. Yeah, it wasn't like oh well, you know, like the whole Afghanistan war. I mean, people knew people that went over and died, or people knew like you know me that went and served or whatever. But like, it didn't change our lifestyle. It didn't change yeah. your lifestyle. No. You know, but. And yeah, it's it's crazy, but he, I thought that was pretty neat how he was saying triples and stuff. So he hadn't shot that gun in a long, long time because he was never a big warfowler. But he just he loaded it and set it to the side and just sat there and watched. And he got a little cold that first morning. Uh, he didn't say nothing, of course. But I was like, hey, do you? It was it was. I it think was, it was it in was the cool. high twenties. Yeah. And when you're sitting there not doing nothing. It gets colder than when you're. I was your I was pumping. cool, yeah. So he went back, sat in the truck, and turned the heater on. Took a little nap because we had been running him. <laughs> well, we left at three the mor- in the morning, the day before to drive up there to to drive to Washington, and then three that morning to drive from the spot to yeah. or maybe four, but to the the where we hunted. Where we hunted. Yeah. So I know he was tired, and for him to do that at the age, he handles it no problem. But um. We end up 
So we went and ate lunch. Didn't shoot a thing. Didn't pull the trigger. Not in the morning. Uh uh-uh. uh. And we went and ate lunch. What, three or four birds, maybe kind of low. That we even but, seen, yeah. yeah. Kind of working a little bit. Yeah. No movement, though. We didn't have any wind or anything like that to. Nothing. Yeah. And I felt so. I was so excited about making a video about that, too, but there was just nothing. No that, content to really. Or, I did some B roll stuff. I think I'm going to make something called John F. Hilton. Oh, okay. It's probably going to be like three minutes long, but I'm going to put. I did do some B-roll clips of him and you and just just certain things. I think I'd like to make something short, just kind of yeah, something to go back and remember it. There ain't going to be nothing kill shots, which who cares, but I think I'm going to make something like that. I just haven't done it yet. I'm <clears throat> trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. But uh, when they lunch, it was decent. It was kind of neat being that lodge where we were out overlooking yeah, that whole just, uh, lake. I mean, and too, I'm always into, you know, paraphernalia. De- decoys and... <laughs> paintings and mm-hmm. stuff like that so there was some mounts in there so just seeing stuff like that it's always it's pretty neat yeah really and they cool. had some crazy old decoy wood decoys in there huh you think yeah. those are pretty old they had to have been i mean they looked like it yeah they look like they're probably from you know carvers from way back yeah and they had some old like um duck stamp proofs and stuff like that yeah which is really cool yeah, and they it was it was a nice facility. It's basically it's obviously a lodge too, so there was rooms. I didn't get to see in the rooms, but everything was really clean. Food was decent. We had lunch there. If you're not staying the night there, you end up paying. Um, you pay for your food like you are at a restaurant. But if because we didn't do the full package, we just did a day hunt. Yeah, and then we have a guide, and it was really cool to meet uh, Rick. Yeah, he was our guide, kind of my age, I think. Don't you think, or maybe her a little younger? Yeah. And he publicly and hunted and stuff. So we we had some really good conversations. And he was really cool. Yeah, he was a nice guy. If we go if we go back or whatever this year, because they told us because we didn't really shoot nothing that they invited us back for free. I think I told you that, right? Yeah. I thought that was really upstanding of them to be oh, honest that was with very you. Nice, yeah. And I think that proves something else to me that the owner of that is a duck hunter and knows, even though he has that place, like you said, he's passionate about it. And I think he knows realities of hey, these guys paid a lot of money. Yeah. To be here. We want him to have a good experience. I was really impressed by that, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, that was very nice of him. And uh, so we ate that, and it's neat because the balcony kind of overhangs a sheer drop-off that overlooks Eagle Lake, and it was pretty much frozen. There really wasn't no birds down there. They said that freeze really pushed the birds out. Out of the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the spot we went to in the afternoon, you wouldn't have known that. Yeah. So we... What did we do? We went back to the same spot after lunch. Yeah, and then people, as people limited, they were moving people into that spot. you could spot. hear them on the radios. Yeah, they were moving people into that spot. Dude, it was popping and off. you got to imagine what it was like if people were limited, you know, because we were, what, the third or fourth group that went in there? No, we were like fifth or sixth, dude. So you can imagine how, just the influx of birds must have been all day just going into that spot. Non, they just nonstop. Yeah. That's crazy. And we, it was pretty, it was Amount of birds flying where we ended up being at the very end. We better, we never really got to move in the real hot spot. Like we were in a hot spot yeah. where guys had killed two, three, four limits out of, but it wasn't the spot. And the spot was yeah. stupid. And we kind of talked about it. You know what I'm saying? It, it could have been different factors of why they weren't going to that spot that we were at, you yeah. know, but can't really. What, well, we, like, what do you think? Well, I mean, just, you know, like the stuff in the water. You know, maybe mm. how the decoys were set up yeah, or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because the birds would look at us, and then they'd kind of break off and go towards that other spot. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of birds you know, come in, but they just weren't committing. Yeah. And you're only, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it's at the X, but we're only, you know. A couple hundred yards. Yeah, not super far away. And with that many birds coming in, you know what I'm saying, you think that they would to pull them tighter. So something was, you know, there was something they were seeing or what was in the water? Like, what, what was in the water? Because there was something I'm like, I mean, we are in well, a private that, place. Yeah, they but, had that, that ice feeder thing. There was stuff all jammed up in it. And, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Which those are amazing to move, make water movement, yeah. but there's stuff all in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's right. I can't remember. Uh, but, you know, you're just trying to get there and fast as you can. You don't have time yeah. to go out there and rearrange everything or clean stuff up or. Oh, know. and I got to take Rocky too. That was. It was nice being able to have, you know, I asked him, can I bring my own daughter? Like, absolutely. And Rick actually was saying, like, I'm glad you did because he's been worked hard. Yeah. Pretty hard, I guess. So there, it was neat. It was, uh, 
And like you said, we were one over from it. They were basically, they rotate guys through from the lowest, which I think most of the time, most of those spots are all hot. Mm-hmm. But it happened to be that day, there was only two really good ones. I mean, like... Yeah, on fire. Yeah, yeah and the other ones were like dead, dead, dead. It wasn't like mediocre. Because oh. if it was, we spent all day out there. We could have shot a limit if it was mediocre. Yeah. Where we were at. We But there was no... Tri- birds, was nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But uh, it was neat. That was a... We started out in a, what would you call it? You said it earlier. It's like a slew. Like a slew. Like a little slew. Which it's, that's almost more my style than that flooded corn, but that flooded corn was kind of neat. Yeah. It was just cool to see that that volume of birds coming in to try to go to one spot. Yeah. You know, one generalized area. Yeah. Because at times there was. Just tornadoes. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of birds in the sky, you know. Yeah. It's pretty neat. And they, you know, they would shoot and they'd, birds would leave and then. Birds would come right back in. You don't know if it's mm-hmm. the same birds, different uh, no. birds, or what? No, they went in there so bad. Yeah, I kind of, I always wonder that. Is that the same ones just leaving and coming? They went in there so bad, they leave and come right back, or is it literally a different group? A different group. I've thought that too. Yeah, or there's a way of knowing that because that would tell you a lot about just hunting public land too. I think. You know yeah, what I mean? I Have think you ever birds wondered? come back. I think birds come back. So like, I, mean, I do. You know what? Like two hours later, they're like, you know, let's try this again and, and yeah, come in there. I think they do. I do too. But I never thought about that till we hunted there. And I'm like, I wonder when they want something bad enough. If you, now what about it? If you shot at them, are they coming back? I don't know about if you shoot at them. But, if they, but in that situation. If they see, well, they were <laughs> shooting nonstop in that yeah. situation. So I don't know. How long does a bird's memory last? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I feel like they remember pretty well <laughs> from season to season. <laughs> when they when they, you know, <laughs> there's one Thule clump in the whole the whole pond and they fly eighty yards away from it, you know. Don't go over the Thule clump. <laughs> yeah. You wonder how often you're actually shooting mature birds, you know, or how many of them are like one or first year birds, second year birds. Kind of one. I've always kind of wondered that. Yeah, that haven't wise up. Public, yeah, I haven't learned. But um, so we ended up calling that a night. I think what did we walk out there with? It still wasn't very many, like six, five, five, five maybe. Or six. Yeah, and we only hit that spot that had a better flight last hour. Hour. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't have no time. I mean, no. it was. And we were probably passing on some shots because of the scenario we're in. You don't really want to take thirty yard shots. Yeah. I felt that way. Did you? Yeah, no, that was like I was like, eh. like could, but why? Like, yeah, yeah. So we could have been more aggressive, I guess. But I don't, I don't regret nothing. I feel like we did. What yeah, it was fine. It was right. <clears throat> but uh, so we left the next day. We went public land, and he stayed. I I suggested it to him. He wasn't going to at first, if you noticed. I was like, why don't we, uh, you want to just stay in bed? I said, because we need to kind of scout, we'll hunt scout. Yeah. And then in the afternoon, we'll take you out. And he, at first, he wasn't going to do it. He's like, I'll just go with you guys. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, yeah, I'll rest up and <clears throat> go out with you guys. And so we did that. Man, we went to some spots, uh, to a spot that we had a really good hunt, a couple of hunts out of, actually. And it was just. You and Thomas, right? Yeah. Yeah. We had two good hunts within the same period of trip. Mm-hmm. That was good. And this wasn't. Yeah, I don't know what. It, I mean, there was birds in the area. We just weren't in the But spot. something had switched up or something had changed, right? Yeah. Because. I don't know, man. It was Was weird. it the second day? Yeah. Or the third day? The second hunt day. No, I'm talking about when we hit the storm and all that. Third, oh, yeah, third. No, no, that was in the afternoon because we only stayed two days. So it was the afternoon, right? We, yeah. We went to that other spot. And there was just waves Yeah, the going water. to private. But. but it wasn't until the rain kind of started coming in mm-hmm. that we started seeing those huge flocks of birds. And I mean, there was thousands of birds mm-hmm. that were nonstop coming over our heads, you know. And then that we had that spot where when we were leaving that field. Oh, yeah. And, you know, what was it, cut corn or something out mm-hmm. there? I don't know what it was. Yeah. They are just dumping in there. But there was thousands of birds out there, and they would, you know, those birds that were seemed to be coming from, like, ahead of the storm, almost like the storm was pushing them. I don't know what the storm was doing, but they would see those birds vortexing over that cornfield, and they would just join up with them. Yeah. Well, we stayed there for a couple hours and just watched them mm-hmm. 
stack up in that field. Like it was insane. Yeah, there was tons of birds there. Which so there mean, was birds in the area. They just yeah. weren't, they weren't using the river. And I don't know why. I don't know if when we were there before the fields weren't the corn wasn't cut yet or fresh. Maybe mm-hmm. so they. I don't know, dude. That might be what it was. Maybe they were doing more of the cutting. Yeah, or chopping. I should what they call it, but I don't know. It was kind of it was. It was really weird to me because if if you're competing against that all the time, I feel like you don't have a chance. No, I mean, I mean, they got to get water. Yeah, I mean, they need water, but they were they got, had tons of food there, you know, mm-hmm. which yeah. is the reason why birds are in Washington. Yeah, but I don't know if that was it. It might just been because it was fresh, or maybe they just start chopping stuff. I don't know. It was kind of interesting, but I wanted to tell one part that I thought was hilarious. So, and I do, I think I got a clip of this somewhere, but me and you, so. When we were going out in the when we were going out in the afternoon, afternoon, yeah. So what we did is we hunted, or like, eh, this ain't looking that good. We'll try a different spot this afternoon. So we left. I think maybe I got a couple. Nothing you were even interested in shooting. I don't even know why I shot him. After I did it, it was like a couple divers. Yeah, I don't even know what you shot. What'd you shoot? Uh, a ringer? Uh, yeah, like I think it was. I'll have to go look at the picture. I can't remember. I don't remember what you shot. It was shot. like one bird or two birds. Anyways, there was some other hen divers going by, and we just never even obviously shot them. But anyways, we left. We're like, hey, we'll pick you up. It was like 10 or 11 o'clock. We picked him up, went to Denny's. That was good. Told some, He told some stories. I can't quite think of him right now. But So we go back, get changed, get ready to go out and hunt. We, uh, we unload the boat and everything. And I don't know if you thought of this. I, I wish... I could see my mind clear as bell, and I wish I could have captured that. But I guess it's one of those things that just lives in your mind forever. But he, you know how he was wearing that old camo hat? Yeah. The old school, like something my grandpa had. I wish that I wish I still had. He had one of those hats. The netted ones with the styrofoam almost. They're yeah. old, super old school. And uh, he wore flannel and stuff. Yeah, flannel. Which yeah. I'm like, I need wool, to get in that. Wool pants on. Yeah, wool pants, flannel shirt, lumberjack, you know, yeah. just... And you wouldn't like those guys back in the old days. That's Look at they, those old pictures yeah. that they didn't freeze to death. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. all this high-tech gear that we have now. And, yeah. You know, camo patterns and all this stuff. And you see these guys out there with plaid on. Mm-hmm. Red and black. <laughs> 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 and so he's sitting in the boat. We got him in the chair. I don't remember where you were sitting kind of in front of me, a little farther up in the boat. And uh, I'm driving, and we're kind of idling out. And we got to run across a little ways, a couple miles. And we go, what, three of us? It's close to 30, about 30 in that gator tail. Me, Rocky, Travis, and the decoys and our pastor. And I go, you ready? He's like, yep. And his hat, you know how older guys wear their hats just kind of floating on top of their head? They don't pull them down. They don't pull them down, right? (laughs) I go, you might want to fix your hat. And he's like, okay. Well, he didn't really fix it. And I'm like, we'll turn around and get his hat because I already know what's going to happen. So, because I don't want to tell him what to do, right? So I just, wah, I I start ripping. He grabs it. He gets the biggest smile on his face. The sun came out of the clouds because, you know, it was kind of overcast. Was beaming on him. I'm like looking at him. He gets a smile on his face. He grabs his hat. Once (laughs) it was starting to pull one and pull it off he pulls it down and he cranks it down to where his ears are flattened out <laughs> his ears i was like man and he's just smiling he's just, <laughs> just ripping down the columbia and the old gator tail dude with him 89 years old biggest smile on his face and i was like man that was a cool image yeah like to have in my head for the rest of my life just like i'm like you know what we gotta do that more with people you know i'm like I mean, if they want to, yeah. some people get to that age, they just get to an age, and I think they just kind of shut down, don't really want to do stuff. But, like, your dad's super active. Yeah. Very outgoing. Yeah, he still likes to do stuff. And it's like, I don't know. It just made me, like, want to do more with them because that stuff just lasts, and I don't know. It was really neat. Yeah, and then trip. You know, he... he really didn't want to get out in the water so much, you know. Yeah. So we put him in the boat over there and then remember. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how I was going. So we ripped across there. It's kind of early. We got there a little earlier than we need to, but I said, he, he, like you said, he didn't want to walk in the waders. So I said, I got a good spot to throw you in the boat where you can stay in the boat and sit in a lawn chair, basically yeah, with your gun chilling mm-hmm. with your gun if you want to shoot some, which I didn't think he would, but it's loaded, it's ready. Facing... We're going to be 150 yards away from him. And, and there, we did this before with Jake and them. That's how we knew 
the birds would still come in and they won't really see you. So, uh, so we set him up like that. Mind you, he makes phone calls all the time. Oh, that was one thing, man. Dude. On a drive up there. Yes. I mean, it was like. No, that guy's phone rings off the hook. I I wouldn't remember how many calls. I mean, he had more calls in a day than I get in a year. Yeah. And I know that's how (laughs) it it is every day. Nonstop, right? I mean, people you never even heard of, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so funny. So yeah, his things, phone's always ringing off the hook, which because he's always available to people, and you know, which is really something to be said. But so we get him, we get him set up over there, and uh, there's a couple things that make me laugh. This is the funniest part to me of the trip. So we, we set up, we put our decoys out, and it's pretty, it's dead, dead for yeah. like a couple hours, and now, and now, and nothing's been going on. We hear nothing from him. There's no noises. There's no phone calls. Nothing. It's dead quiet. In fact, a few times I was thinking, I wonder if I should walk over there and check <laughs> on him. <clears throat> I think one time we heard this like a really like boom, boom, yeah. like a bang. We're like, I hope he's okay over there, you know. But um, what it was, we didn't know at the time until a few a minute later or so, is he's getting up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and... I hear, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the story I remember. I, maybe I'm off a little bit, but I heard, well, hello. <laughs> like loud, right? Well, you'll Megaphone, never, yeah, right? you'll never guess where I am. This is what he's saying, whoever he's talking to. He's, oh, I'm on the back of a duck boat peeing off the, or I'm peeing off the back of a duck boat in Washington. <laughs> I mean, you just look at each other. We were dying laughing. It's like, oh my goodness. And you I had voices it. travel across water and you know Oh, so loud. Yeah. And we just, we looked at each other like, and, then, and birds had started, just started flying, you know? We're like, well, like, whatever. He's going to make it a quick phone call. I'm peeing off the duck, back of a duck boat in Washington. I'm thinking, oh, dear Lord, I hope he doesn't fall off the boat. It rocks and he, psh. That would have ended it. I thought that was so, st- we were laughing so hard, Todd. And then, um, uh, and he, I, he's not, in my opinion, I, He's not like um, not mobile. I mean, he gets around. Yeah, good. I mean, he don't get around like a twenty year old. No, but he gets around pretty good for eighty nine. Yeah, I mean, what was he eighty when he went doll yeah, sheep hunting? Yeah, it was hunting? like eighty eighty one. Eighty when he went doll sheep hunting in, in yeah. Alaska or Yukon or something. yeah. He said about killed him, but he did it though. Yeah, that's what's insane. Yeah, and uh, so. That happened, and then it was just phone call after phone call after that. We're just like, you were laughing more than I was. You were just dying laughing. Well, that was funny because he was, I mean, you could hear him playing his day, right? I mean, he was. Oh, like he's standing right like next to you. He's standing right next to you. And then he was telling somebody, he was like, yeah, he goes, oh, they're going quack, 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 quack. And he goes, every time they do that, the ducks go higher. He goes, they don't get closer, they get further away. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah he, he was, was just like. like he was bashing us, dude, <laughs> telling people how bad of duck hunters we were. Yeah, he's like, they give him, he gives them, he goes, those Something ducks like give him the permanent wave. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I think like, they're higher than they were before. Yeah. <laughs> we're, and actually later, I didn't tell you, but Jesse was saying like, I'm so sorry, my dad was, I heard he was telling people you guys kind of did not a duck hunt. And I was like, no. You think I, we never killed a bird in our lives. Yeah, right? he's just teasing. He's Because he, he's quite the jokester. We all <laughs> we know that, but no, uh, he was just rising. It's like these boys, you know. He, I don't know how many people on the phone. The people we don't even know. I think he was. T- yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. too. So I was like, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're pathetic. I know. It was it was a struggle for that, but uh, uh, what else was? So and then on the way home, I think well, he, it started sprinkling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so well, it got dark and it started like he's like it's, it's coming, getting, right? I think <laughs> you or him or someone said, "Do you think we need rain gear?" I'm like, "Nah, it ain't gonna rain." Yeah, I was the only one that had a raincoat. Yeah, and I'm dummy me didn't have one, and it was black. Yeah, coming our way, and it was only like an hour left to shoot time, which is the time you want to be out there. And I was like, "Man, I think we better call this." But this the way it was. You could tell the birds were not gonna. No, they weren't cooperating. They weren't gonna come there, even no. in the last hour. You could tell they weren't gonna come. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it was gonna happen. I could be wrong, but I don't think it was. So we get, there was a big, big yellow and red cell coming our way. So we just hurried up, threw the decoys up, 
jumped in the boat and rode back. That was cool. It that was a fun time. And then we went um to dinner. Yeah. I think stinking Carl's. I think we ate at Carl's. <laughs> I mean, sound good. Never sounds good. Yeah, we ate there. I'm trying to think of some more details. I feel like I'm leaving a ton of stuff out. I guess not. Well, I know on the way home, he's, he's, he, he, he got, did. He got okay, his Z's in. On the way there, he talked a lot. Almost till two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. We left at three. Something like and that. And he basically, I mean, we were all talking. Yeah. It wasn't like he was doing it. I mean, obviously, it's interesting. I mean, you want to listen. Because I heard a lot of stories, dude. I've never heard. Yeah. On that trip. Because, you know, when church and stuff, you kind of hear the same ones. Yeah. But, like, I feel like on this trip, he had to open up a lot more different things. I think because of the environment, right? We're yeah. just us guys, and we're going hunting. It was pretty neat hearing all the stories. And But on the way home, he was, he was tired. So we were going to come home on Monday, but we ended up just rolling out on Sunday because there was yeah, a lot of storms just, going on. and. Yeah, just the, the birds, birds just cooperating. I felt bad for you because I know you no, took that's fine. Day. Well, you had you took Friday off, but you already had no. You took Thursday and Friday off. I don't you took two that. days off. I that's what I felt bad about. Uh, I, I knew he didn't care, but we ended up going home on Sunday, and I got paid for it, so it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you kind of want to save your vacation <laughs> times for. But I'll never use all of it, anyways. Yeah, and I guess you'll be glad you went on that. You know, one oh, day yeah. with pictures and memories, but. And then we, I don't know if you want to tell them about the the boat experience. The boat experience. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Were you were you sleeper on the phone? You didn't really sleep on the way home. You no, got I, I was awake the whole time. So he rode in the front on the way there and talked to about two, and then he started dozing off quite a bit because I think we got there up. He almost made it. We were only like yeah. two or three hours away. On the way home, he suggested you ride in the front, and I figured – he was going to sleep most of the time anyway, so I'm glad you did kind of yeah. for us to talk or whatever, but he did sleep quite a bit. But um, Yeah, and you were pretty toasted coming back. Yeah. At the first, remember? No, it was rain. That was, well, that's that was fog. Strain, man. Or was it, I mean, just the ice strain, right? It was foggy. The ice strain. see. I mean. That will wake, that will mess me up you bad. out, yeah. Because you, so I drove for glaring not even two stuff. hours, and when we hit that deal, I go, Travis, I can't do it. Like, I literally, and I'm pretty solid at driving. But that was just done. I, and it was because, like you said, the fog. Yeah. Messed, it, it makes me like feel like I'm like in a. Oh, yeah. Tripping out it's or like something. you're looking at the walls. It was thick, thick, yeah. huh? Yeah, it was. It was bad. So you drove. How long did you drive? I don't know. Two or three hours or four or whatever. I, I think until remember. we. Uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, we hit a lot. We had storms going there. We had them coming back. A lot of rain more so than anything. Like I've had worse so storms, but we were hitting. It, temps were cold. We were hitting black ice. They were actually really cold on that trip. Um, the temps. You got a fish tailed, and you're like, "I'm done." And I'm like, "Yeah, me too." Yeah. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting back in the driver's seat, man. So, uh, I guess I'm just more used to driving and that kind of stuff. But it's it can happen to anybody. It's not that it won't happen to me, but I know that was not a good feeling. No, it was like. Uh, no, with all the trauma you. I've been through lately, and yeah, tra- driving incidences. Yeah, tell them, Trous. You've been in some close calls. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got spun around on the freeway with a blowout facing the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Hit the guardrail. Thought we thought it was over. And then, yeah. And then you kind of and got then, a little slide action recently. Yeah. My son's driving. <laughs> and he was driving the first time. And then the second time it was storming. And we're going uh, on an off ramp that kind of did a probably about. 280 degree turn to get mm-hmm. back going the other way and he was going he was driving i was like telling him like i mean i'm ever since that happened before i'm kind of like a backseat driver and i tried not to be so i wasn't saying anything i'm like he's going too fast i need to tell him to slow down mm-hmm. and i was just like just on the brink of saying something and he started going sideways again i'm like like and what i said is like here we go again like that because <laughs> you I was literally like, said that yeah, out loud yeah because i mean we're starting <laughs> sliding sideways you know drifting uh. Dude. Like, okay, this is going to happen again. In the same vehicle, huh? Yep. No, different vehicle, because the other one totaled it. Oh, his truck. That yeah. was his truck yeah. that totaled, huh? And he was driving mine. And yes, yeah, so, but nothing happened. Was yeah. that Barney's old truck that it totaled? That ex- Explorer? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the Explorer. No. No, it was, oh. a, it was a little Explorer that his Not the Ranger. Had. No. Huh? Where's that one? He has it still. Oh, he does? Yeah. Is that what he's driving? No. 
Oh, okay. It's not. I don't so, know why so I don't remember what's going on with it. I don't know what's going on with it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> yeah. So on the way back, that little fish tail that was in Oregon, I think, and then yeah, I can't remember kind of what we did. I think we stopped somewhere quick. Was it Taco Bell, maybe? Or whatever, but we were gonna go to Sportsman's because they said they had twenty gauge. He won a twenty gauge. He won a twenty gauge uh, for Smith or yeah. whatever. No, or tungsten. tungsten. That's what he was wanting. And they said they had it, and they, they did. didn't. When we got there, so we stopped and ate. We were gonna. I don't even remember. Where we oh, we went through a drive-through. We went through. We kept rolling, huh? We went. He went to go to Sizzlers. Remember? Yeah, we went through Wendy's. Wasn't it? Was it Wendy's? Yeah, you're right. It was Wendy's. It was Wendy's because I got yeah. a chili. Yeah. 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 Thanks a lot. You were worse than me. I didn't even have chili. I think you were still worse than me. I might have Did, been. <laughs> no, you you got chili, but you didn't eat it. Yeah, because I said my stomach was already messed yeah, up. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, but that I had was to run nuts. inside in that place because it hit me. Yes. Something hit me. Before you even ate the chili, and you Before still got the chili, chili. Then I still got chili. Perfect. Yeah. And then Did we a, went to great Baskin Robbins. Did we go to Baskin Robbins? We did. Not on the way home. I thought we did after we went to Wendy's. Did we stop at a Baskin Robbins? I thought we did that the night before. We did that, dude. We did that the night before after we went to Carl's. We went and got some ice cream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but on the way home, so our, obviously the Gator Tell, I guess I could touch on this too, a little update, and then we'll, we'll probably wrap this one up here pretty quick. Um, so the Gator Tell is gone. It's sad. I look out in my driveway and there's no nothing there, but we are going to pick our pick the bottom. In fact, when you guys hear this, um, I'll have already picked it up. Or me and Tom's have already have picked it up and it'll be in my driveway by this time. Dealing with all the DMSV stuff, that's fun. I thought about doing a couple of podcasts on that episode and covering some stuff that uh, hunts that me and Tom's had this year we just never covered. But anyways, you, I think you did dose. No, I was on the phone with my dad. I do know I was on the phone with my dad. I might have been drifting. I think a you actually drifted. Time. You did the whole time, but I think we were starting to get closer to home, and it's that point where you're just like, I don't think we're ever going to get home. Because were we like just past Reading or somewhere? Somewhere. I, don't I know. Somewhere yeah, right north, there. North of Sac. No. Where were we, dude? I think we were north of Sac. Yeah. We, well, then we were way past, well, not way past, but we were definitely past that big open stuff because we started getting into, Yeah, we were more, definitely northern, north sack. Yeah. And I was on the phone with my dad, and I'm looking at him, like, you know, you're just, you're not even thinking about it, right? Yeah, you're just, you're just driving. Road, yeah. And I'm, like, not kind of glancing over my side mirrors, every, like, without thinking, honestly, but I it caught my eye. I'm, like, looked, and I seen the front of the boat was moving a little bit, like, kind of bouncing a little bit like lightly maybe two three inches and i never i was like and i'm talking yeah yeah talking to my dad and i look over i look over to the other mirror and i see the same you know same thing obviously and i'm thinking in my head like every you know how yeah process, slow motion, everything's yeah. slowly processing and you said something to me did like did it look like the boat's moving or something or something did I, like that, that like i kind of maybe yeah, said it, and you kind of came out of it and were like looking. I don't remember what you said. Yeah, and then you said then, something about I go, dude, it strap is or something. I go, I dude, you seen the strap? No, no, you didn't see. A no, strap. what you I seen, seen something? Yes. Okay, no, no. I'll rephrase it. I did see a little bit of hop in the boat, but what it is, the straps in the very back were fl- like loose, like fluttering. And I, I'm putting, like I said, I'm sitting here talking to my dad, so I'm like not fully alert, like I could should be. Yeah. And I'm looking at those traps, and they're, like, flapping in the wind. They should be cranked Haunt, tight. Yeah. And I'm like, it starts hitting me, like, <laughs> this boat's shifted. Something's done. Something ain't right. Yeah. And you can see the wobble in the front. And you're like, dude, you better pull over and check that thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I better pull over. And I think maybe I passed one exit. I pulled off the ramp, got up to the top. I come around the corner, and that stinking front strap was snapped. Yeah. And that boat had slid back. Quite a bit. Six inches? Yeah. I said, can you imagine (laughs) on I-5, Interstate 5, biggest interstate in California. And that was good And that stinking, oh, dude, it was, it wasn't bummer to bummer, but it was thick. Like there's, people will not have avoided that thing. Can you imagine that thing launching off the back of that trailer, dude? Oh my goodness. And honest to God, not really, and I'm not even saying that because of me having the boat do that. I'm talking about, what could have happened with oh, cars? Yeah. 
it could have killed someone easily. Like hit that, you know, like the guy behind me maybe swerves, but what about the person behind him? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that would and been, the boat's gonna be moving when it hits the. the <sighs> that would have been devastating, dude. That I, I can't even imagine no. what that would have did. So it was just like, oh, thank you, Lord, for helping yeah. me see that. So we cut about. Mm, I don't know, maybe eight, maybe more, maybe eight inches or foot off that thing where you could tell it was fresh. Yeah. There was definitely plenty of um, strap to but, do that with. Yeah. We cut fresh and retied and ratched the back down. And, and I don't think he ever, he never woke up that whole <laughs> no, time. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was, you know, I don't think he ever knew that even happened. That was funny. <laughs> Took a leak and hit the road again, but I was like, whoo, thank you. Thank goodness. <laughs> Lord, that could have been really bad. That would have really ended a neat trip in a bad way. But then we got back and loaded everything. And um, I think that was kind of the end of it. I don't think there was really, we were in some heavy rain that last couple hours though. Matter of fact, that is when the fun began. <laughs> oh, That's for, when yeah. I started hitting the floodwaters. Yeah. And my goodness. Holy smokes. The day the days of my lives. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> These are the days of our lives. That was pretty much what it was. Cause I thought, Lord, is this you blessing me for taking my pastor on a <laughs> dead hunt? <laughs> Driving all that way. That was crazy. That was insane. But yeah, that was when everything started flooding. Yeah. I mean, within actually it already was. I think Yeah, because driving up there there was I mean everything was swollen, the rivers were swollen and we were Debating before we left if we were going to be yeah, able to like, go the uh, way that you wanted to go. Yep, that's right, huh? Stuff so was it was flooding. already bad, and it was just getting worse. But worse was better at that time. It really worked out good and had a lot of time, a lot of fun. But anyways, that, that's the recap of that. And I was, I got some great pictures. I didn't get as many as I would have liked to, but like we got some good pictures and pretty special. There's just some things. That's all it's about. Yeah, you is, always remember it. Yeah. It's cool, but anyways, anything else to add? I got to go to work here in a little bit, I guess. Fun. Fortunately. <laughs> One more night. But, all right, guys, don't forget the Mountain Dew thing. Yeah. Drink up. <laughs> we need Mountain Dew like we need a hole in our head, dude. Yeah. But you are going to help me, right? I'll try. I'll get you some. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you on the next one.